Hello everyone, my name is Campbell Bowden. Welcome back to my podcast, I Say Rejoice. I'm so excited you're here and I can't wait to share with you what I've been learning over the last couple of weeks. Let's get started. I hope everyone has had the greatest week and weekend ever. It's currently 80 degrees and sunny in Waco right now. And I am absolutely loving that. And I need the sun. I'm so not a cold weather gal and love the sun and the heat. Um, So praying that it stays like this the rest of the semester. It's been super nice. Um, Also, it's the best time of the year because it is March Madness. So fun. Um, It's been so fun watching all the games, especially cheering for the Baylor Bears Sikkim. Um, unfortunately though, our men's team just got out of the tournament, which is so sad, but if y'all didn't watch the game, they played so hard. Um, it was a lot of fun to watch and just proud of them regardless of the outcome because they're awesome. Um, and then also the women's team though is still in the tournament. So we're rooting for them. It's going to be super fun to watch them. I know that they can go all the way. So going to be cheering for them. Um, it's been so cool though, to, watch all the games and talk to different people about their bracket and who they think is going to win, who they think is going to get out, the upsets, the Cinderella stories. Um, it's it's really cool to hear different people's opinions on every team and every coach um, and different players. And it made me think back to when I was playing volleyball. Um, here at Baylor, we would have like meetings before games and we would always strategize and go into the game prepared. So like before a game, couple days before games we'd have meetings that would we would watch film on different players and see what their tendencies were we would see you know where for example for volleyball like where number 10 would serve the most and practice that or where number five would hit the most Um, and so we would walk into the game confident knowing that we knew what was going to happen and we were prepared for that now that doesn't mean that you know, these players didn't start doing different things and we had to switch it up. But going into the game, we weren't going in there blind. We were going in there knowing what the other team was going to do. So that way we could walk in there confident, knowing that we had prepared and we were in the best position to be successful. And so as I was watching the March Madness games and have been watching them, I have thought like, dang, these coaches and players have probably put in so much extra time studying their opponent, coming up with a strategic plan on how they can win. Um, And as I was thinking about that, I was thinking about how we as humans have to have a game plan with our everyday life of how we're going to be successful. So recently, I have just been experiencing lots of lies going through my head, Um, whether it has to do with how others view me, with how I view myself internally and externally, the way that my future is going to go, the what ifs of life, different relationships in my life that have worked out and that haven't worked out. There's just been a lot of lies going through my head and I get so frustrated because I'm like, oh my goodness. I am being taken away from the present of where God has placed me in the present and I'm distracted. Um, And so you are probably listening to this right now and you might be experiencing lies in your head right now. Um, And that can look like so many different things on what these lies are telling you. Um, But I want to affirm you right now before we even get started that If it is a thought that makes you discouraged about yourself, makes you angry, makes you bitter, 
makes your head anything of dark, guys, that is not a true thought. And those are not thoughts from God. They are not thoughts from God. Um, So before we tackle this game plan, we have to understand that these thoughts are number one, not true. And second, they are from the enemy and and the enemy is Satan. Um, And, you know, these lies can look so different from all of us. But the thing is, is that if we don't tackle these lies right now, the products of listening to these lies can lead to very, very serious things. Um, Some of those main products of listening to lies, and there's a bunch, but some of the main ones that I've come up with are, it can lead to depression. um, It can lead to anxiety. It can lead to eating disorders, and it can even lead to suicide. And these are things that I feel like are not talked about as much as they should be. And I'm here right now to tell you that if you are heading down one of those paths or just in a really bad place, like mindset wise, like you're going to be okay, first of all. And this, these next 20 minutes of me talking is just, I want you to listen and truly, truly hang on to a couple of words to know that you're going to be okay and that these thoughts are not from God. They are not. Our God is a good God who provides us with truth who provides us with peace, and who provides us with grace. And if any of your thoughts are not reflecting on that, they are from the enemy. And so the enemy is powerful. He, he is. I will give that to him. But what is so awesome is that we have a God who is greater than all of those thoughts. And I am so excited to tackle on how we can get rid of those lies and really live in freedom and live in our purpose that the Lord has placed all of us in because every single person that is listening to this, like you have a purpose and like your purpose is way different than mine probably. And my purpose looks way different than my peers, but like we all have a purpose. And sometimes these lies that the enemy puts in our heads sabotage our potential. And today we are going to stop the sabotaging and start going on the path that God has for us. And I am so excited to talk about that. One thing is that the enemy hates light. He hates when we're trying to do the right thing. He hates when we are seeking truth. Like the enemy wants us to be in a dark place because if we're in a dark place, he doesn't have to truly worry that we're doing better things for the kingdom. Um, The enemy wants us to think poorly of ourselves, wants us to be distracted of the presence. Um, And sometimes the enemy catches you very off guard. Sometimes you will be having the best day and something will hit you out of nowhere. And like, you'll just, I know for me, I will be having a great day. And then I have one anxious thought and the rest of the day is ruined because I'm just meditating on this one anxious thought. And I'm like, okay, what am I going to do to help that? Because I'm not allowing anymore. I'm not allowing Satan to ruin the present because Satan is worried about what the Lord has in store for us. So he's trying to distract us by bringing us back to the past, by reminding us of past sins, past mistakes, past heartbreaks, all of that. And it's distracting us from where God has us in this exact moment. So I want to talk about how important it is to have a game plan on what 
you're going to do when you fight the enemy. Because it's not a matter of if you fight the enemy or if the enemy gives you these negative thoughts or if the enemy tries to like literally steal your joy. It's a matter of when the enemy is in your head, what are you going to do? We have to come up with a strategic game plan on how we are going to defeat this opponent. So famous college basketball coach, John Wooden, he had a quote and he said, it's not how big you are, but how big you play. Um, And so I want to tie this into what we're talking about today because we ourselves cannot defeat the enemy. We just can't. And yes, you might try to defeat these crazy lies or what the enemy has placed in your head by yourself. And I'm telling you, it's ultimately just going to lead you to turn to worldly things to help your pain temporarily. Um, But when we acknowledge and realize that the creator of the universe, the creator of of the stars, of the oceans, of the mountains is on our side, we are unbeatable and we are unshakable. It's all a matter of us choosing to know who is fighting our battles for us, and how we can continue to build our game plan for further battles. So just to give you a little bit of background on what the enemy's mission is and what he wants for us, in John 10.10 it says, The thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. I have come that they may have life and have it to the full. So that right there tells you that the enemy has absolutely zero good intentions for us. He wants to steal, kill, and destroy us, which is so terrible, but it's good that God has given us this warning, and that way we can create a game plan to not allow that to happen. We are not going to allow Satan to ruin our minds, which ruins our potential, which limits the purpose that God has in store for us. So with that being said, Recently, I have learned three different strategies that have helped me conquer what the enemy is putting in my head, Um, and I want to share that with y'all. And so the first strategy that I have learned is we have to acknowledge the roar. I don't know about y'all, but sometimes, most of the time, the enemy feels like a roaring lion in my head. I'm distracted. I am not focused on the present. I can't think straight. It is just so loud in my head. Guys, the enemy wants us to feel distracted. The enemy wants us to be afraid. The enemy wants us to replay that situation in our life that happened that caused us sadness, that caused us tears, that caused us heartbreak. He wants that to be replayed in our head. So sometimes I don't like for me, certain situations will just replay in my head over and over again until I will literally become so anxious. I can't think. And we have to put a stop to that because that is limiting our potential. And those feelings and those thoughts are not from God. So 1 John chapter 1 verse 5 talks about that God is light and through him there is no darkness at all. So this just confirms that if you are having any thoughts, any anxiety, any depression that is leading you to a darker place, that is not coming from God first off. That is coming from the enemy, and the enemy wants to continue to push you down that dark path. And I'm here to tell you that today is the day that you stop going down that dark path. Today is the day that we acknowledge the roar, and today is the day that we tell the roar that we have a God who is greater than our worst pain. We have a God who is greater than our worst mistake. 
And we are telling him to get behind us because we are headed towards the plan and the purpose that God has set before us. So the second point that I want to talk about now is silencing the roar. So the first one was acknowledging the roar and just acknowledging that these thoughts that we're having that are leading us to this dark place are not from God. They're not Christ-like. They are from the enemy. And so now what are we going to do to put a stop to these thoughts? What are we going to do to silence the roar? And I don't know about y'all, but I will be the first person to tell y'all the enemy can get so loud sometimes. I know when the enemy is loud in my head, I become disoriented, I become distracted, I fall into a depressive state. Um, And sometimes the loudness of the enemy can cause us to slip into a dark pit. And a dark pit is a very dangerous place to be, y'all. But I want to encourage you that if you are in that dark pit right now, you can get out of it. And with the name of Jesus, you will get out of it. I remember listening to a sermon and the pastor was talking about that sometimes we hear the enemy and it is so loud in our head and we become, like I said, disoriented or distracted. And he was like, I want you to think about this. The enemy seems loud in your head sometimes because he is so far from you. And I was like, wow, that is so like comforting to know. It stinks that the enemy can get that loud, but it's so comforting to know that The reason he's screaming at us and trying to distract us is because he is far from us. Um, And then the pastor continued with, but don't forget that the Holy Spirit gently whispers truth into you because he is right next to you. And I just love that because it is such a good reminder that no matter how loud the enemy gets, the Holy Spirit is right next to us constantly reminding us of truth We just have to listen and we just have to be willing to acknowledge that the Holy Spirit is right there next to us. And so 1 Peter chapter 5 verses 8 through 9, it says, Be sober-minded, be watchful. Your adversary, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion seeking someone to devour. Resist him firm in your faith, knowing that the same kinds of sufferings are being experienced by your brotherhood throughout the world. So this just shows the Bible says that the devil is looking for someone to devour and that he prowls around like a roaring lion. And y'all, if we are in a state where we are in a dark place, he is looking to devour us. And I want to remind us, he doesn't have to devour us. That is not the end We have a God who wants to pour truth into us and who wants us to remember that he has defeated the enemy. Therefore, we should walk in confidence knowing that the enemy may be great and the enemy may be loud in our heads, but God is greater and his presence is so much more impactful. So I truly believe one way that has helped me silence the roar and that might help you is just proclaiming truth when these thoughts or feelings come about. Um, I've been so blessed and thankful to have just such a great community that reminds me of this. Two of my best friends have just recently shown me that whenever I have one of these thoughts or a feeling that makes me anxious, I need to automatically back it up with truth. And if it does not align with truth, then it is a lie from Satan. And we need to remind ourselves of the truth that God has placed in our lives. Um, And so if you're listening to this and you struggle with silencing the roar, I want you to back any lie that you 
face this week with truth. Find a Bible verse that relates to a lie you've been hearing in your head and back it up with truth. Remind the devil that you know the difference between a lie and a truth, even if it's hard to realize. So we have acknowledging the roar. And once we acknowledge it, how to silence the roar. And we remember that silencing the roar is to proclaim truth in Jesus' name to the devil and to refuse to allow him to overtake our minds because we know that we have God who is greater in us than he who is in the world. The last step in my strategy game plan is finding your roar, finding our roar. Guys, we have the ultimate fighter on our side who is right there with us. Like I said earlier, the Holy Spirit is gently whispering that he is greater. He has already won the battle. He has already won the ultimate battle. The day that Jesus died on the cross for us, all of our sins were washed away and we were cleaned white as snow. And that is the ultimate battle that has already been won. Yes, we do have daily battles that seem very big and can, like I said, lead us into dark pits. But I'm reminding all of us, including myself, that those battles have already been won by God and that God is here right now with us fighting them, reminding us that through him, we can do all things. And so I think that truly trusting in God can help find our roar. And the ways that we can do that and the ways that have helped me is reading his word, reminding yourself of truth, um, prayer, talking to God. It doesn't matter what it sounds like. It doesn't have to be scripted. It's not like organized. You can talk to God in any way He just wants to to hear from you. He just wants to talk to you. He just wants to have a conversation with you. Um, And praising. And praising reminds me of my favorite word, which is rejoice. Rejoicing and praising in all that the Lord has done, is doing in the present, and is going to do in the future. Y'all, those three things, reading his word, prayer, and praising, can lead us to finding our ultimate roar, which we'll use against the enemy that will leave him afraid. And afraid that Jesus is fighting our battles for us. And that Jesus is the ultimate captain of our life. And so sometimes, y'all, trusting in God and, and reading his word and, and praying and praising to him, our, our plan is going to look different than his. And we can write the greatest plan of all times. And he is going to sit back and laugh because he has the greatest plan It just might look different than ours. And so, you know, some people might say, well, I'm doing all these things and I still can't find my roar. Keep pressing, keep pressing on, keep pressing into truth because I promise you, you will find your roar in the name of Jesus, I promise. So I want to read Psalms 30, one through three to close out. And it just says, I will exalt you, Lord, for you lifted me out of the depth and did not let my enemies glow over me. Lord, my God, I called to you for help and you healed me. You brought me from the realm of the dead and you spared me from going down to the pit. This in itself brings me so much comfort and confidence because through exalting Jesus' name, through praising him, we are going, we are healed. Um, And I love when it says that I called you for help and you healed me Um, and that he did not allow us or let us go down to the pit because we were praising him. So guys, today, I just want this to be a reminder that it may seem as the enemy's roar is too loud and it has won. And I want to be the reminder that it has not won. 
that the God of the universe is on our side and that the enemy may seem loud, but our God is greater than the loudest roar that the enemy has. So first, acknowledge the roar. Second, learn how to silence it. And third, find your roar and find out ways that you can fight back at the enemy. And I want to encourage you guys just very quickly that if you are in a dark place right now and feel like it is the end, I want my voice right now to remind you that it is not the end. You are going to be okay. Seek the light. Turn your face towards the light, even if it's just an inch. Guys, I promise you, you're going to be okay and that you will get through this battle that you're going through right now. You will win the anxiety. You will win the depression. You will get over this heartbreak. You are going to be okay because God is good. And he is a good father and he wants to save you and heal you from all of your hurt. So if there's anything that I can be praying for you about, if you don't know Jesus and want to learn more about him, guys, I am always available to talk and would love to pray over you, would love to just talk about what God's done in my life and hear about how he has worked in your life. I want you to know that if you're listening to this right now, I appreciate you. You are worthy, you are loved, and you have a light that shines so bright. Thank you so much for listening, and I cannot wait to hear from y'all and just see how you fight against the roar and how you find your own. Shine bright, y'all. Thank you.